0: probably by the end of this podcast, will be a very empty bottle of soju, because it's been, wait (sighs) a one of those days, one of those days, it's been one of those weekends I guess, I don't know, I'll get into it later, but it is Monday, almost Tuesday, Uh, we are recording for all hours. After hours. Yezzo. Just finished the recording of the last call podcast. Um, which was a lot of fun. Ash got absolutely fucking wasted. And will probably turn up hung over to um, his second day of being a lawyer. Which is <laughs> just, just funny to think about. Him being like, it's my second day on the job. I've got to impress. What can I do? get absolutely wasted the day before. Um, but yeah, there's been a lot going on in the last week. Um, for me personally, a lot of a lot of uni going on. Um, dance teaching as per usual. A lot of work going on. I got called into work on a Thursday, which was rare. Um, but, you know, money, I guess, I de- which I desperately need. Um, just in terms of uh, world stuff that's going on, the whole parliament shit still going on. Christian Porter is having an absolute fucking nightmare, as he should. Um, there has been a lot of a lot of stuff going on, a lot of sports stuff going on, which is always exciting. Um, but yeah, been an interesting week. I feel like I don't think I've said this on the podcast before. Um, which will, you know, segue into the point I actually want to make. But when people say how old they want to live to, um, I think people aim way too high. Not aim way too high. I think I just look at it from a term of uh, being able to be, like, self-sufficient and have agency over myself, you know? Because I've said this before and I'll always say it, And people get very surprised when I say it. It's like, after 55, you know, what else have I got to do? Like, uh, for me, I, um, like, dance. Dance is my one true love. Um, I'm probably not going to be dancing the way I am now in 10 years. Max. The way my body's going, six, you know? (laughs) <laughs> I remember saying when I was 15 like if I if I ever got to a point where I couldn't use my legs um at all to like dance or whatever just like just pull the plug even if I'm not on a plug pull it my guy <laughs> and and then I injured my knee I was like oh maybe not it's not that bad I promise 13 year old me don't come into the future and kill me I've still got a lot to live for man um but yeah uh, so yeah, f- what was I saying fifty five I was like, ah, oh, and I was having this conversation with Bree um I was like, at this moment in time, it's like I don't think I'll get married, and I don't think I'll have kids. That's just at this point. like there's half of me which has always felt the need to be in a relationship, right. Like, um, I, uh, recently broke up, uh, have been through, oh, not recently. It's been like, what, what are we at? We're at about a month. So it's been about a month. Um, but from me being 17 years old to me, um, separating from a relationship last month, I had been single for six months, like six months in seven years. So, A relationship is something that I've always known, always been in. It's one of those things where even if I tell myself, hey, be by yourself for a bit, it is good to grow, it is good to be single, Um, you are allowed to depend on yourself. I always have found the need to uh, share my life with someone else in, uh, in a romantic kind of way. Because for some reason, that's just who I am as a person. Um, I think my dad's very much the same way. Um, he got married quite young. Uh, what did he get married? 93, so he was 25. 25 when he got married. Um, and he had three kids by the time he was 33. Um, so he's very much a family man. And I think the environment I grew up in instilled those kind of values. And especially with my Indonesian family um, and one that is Islam, those are the values that have been like trickled down to me. So that's that's just something that's been in like my uh, development as a person, I guess. Because like I personally like would do literally whatever it took for like my family, like my brother and sister, my dad, like whatever it took, even my grandparents who I know they'll never listen to this, but they are annoying to me, annoying me so much right now. I think they're still not used to dad being away because dad always used to be the guy that they would call and my uncle would call. So he was like the man of the quote unquote family. And now that he's gone, it's me So I get, you know, five, six calls a week from, you know, various family members being like, oh, how's X, Y, Z? And I'm like, I've got my own thing going on. Um, So, yeah, family is very much... Family is very important, obviously. But the other half of the coin is anytime I look at a child, I... (laughs) It's like when a child is, like, annoying... Or, um, just even crying, good God, crying children, uh, like my fight or flight just fucking perks up. I'm like, oh my God, I have to run. Um, wow. That, (laughs) that just told me a lot about myself. Um, do I have abandonment issues? Wow, I have a band for Um Yeah, figured that shit out live on the podcast, my guy. Good grief. Mm. And I was like, I teach. I'm going to be a teacher, which is something I'm going to get into later. Um, but like I teach dance. And anytime I try to talk to like a five-year-old, I know obviously they're not my kid. I only have to deal with them like for an hour a week. Like what am I supposed to talk to a five-year-old about? I feel very elitist in the way that I'm just like, what the fuck do I talk to kids about? It's like, one girl came up to me and was like, I'm going to a friend's birthday party on the weekend. I'm like, cool. It's like, yeah, I hope that we'll do this, this and that. I'm like, I I don't know. There's just something about it. Um, But I know, um, even though right now these are the sentiments that I'm having, I will probably end up married and having kids, um, which is fine. I don't know. It'll just end up happening. I'll. Uh, Bree said it's just like, you'll find someone and then it'll all just snowball from there. Um, but in the meantime, I'm just hoping that I can um, focus on myself, focus on uh, stuff that I'm passionate about and I want to do because that is a segue into something that I'm, I'm actually having a midlife crisis right now what did I say, 55, what am I, 23, 46, basically the midlife crisis, like I, today I've just been so down on myself, um, <laughs> which is exhausting, because I thought, ah, uh, I thought I had figured out, you know, <laughs> so, uh, just a small recap, um, last year, started last year, I was at dance school, and then they went online, and I was like, no, not having any of that, I can do what I need to do for myself for my dance career by myself. I don't need to pay 10 grand to, you know, have ideas that spawn in my brain because as, um, like I, I'm fully aware that I don't have the facilities to be a great technical dancer or even one that like graces the stage. Um, I feel like I have a lot of good ideas. um, And uh, I'm obviously biased, but I think my car is fucking fire sometimes. (laughs) Um, And I enjoy just like creating. So like, I don't need to pay $10,000 to create stuff that I make up myself. Anyway, did uni second half of last year. It did that. It was fine. I ended up switching unis anyway. And now I'm in this new course and I was so confident over the summer. I was like, I can't wait to go back to... Because, like, I I finished in October, right? October, pandemic's just coming to a close. So, like, we can kind of go out and do stuff. I didn't have a job for, like, a month. Like, between... Obviously, no one had a... Oh, not no one, but, like, plenty of people didn't have a job. But, like, from October to November, um, didn't have a job. So, I was like... It was doing nothing. I was like, I'm so excited for uni to go back. I'm excited to do stuff um like that's gonna be relevant to um like teaching. Like the teaching that I want to do. Um and then I got a job, Sons of Mary, blah 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 blah. Yeah, that's that's when I started the podcast. I'm sure, you know, all you know, six listeners are very aware. <laughs> um but I was so certain I had it figured out. Like I was, I would always tell myself, it's like, all right, I got four years of uni. Three, if I'm good, probably four. Four years of uni um, just to do the course. And then if anything sticks in between with, you know, uh, dancing, creating, even dance teaching, um, if I got like an actual good job doing something I wanted to do, then I could just, like, fuck uni off. But I'm at the point where I'm just like, where... And this is something that I've quite literally been battling with all day um, between just moping around the house. Because, like, no one's been home for a couple of days. Ali (laughs) has been at work um, and staying at mum's for a bit um, just because it's close to work. But uh, I've really been battling with the fact that where does the line... Where is the line between enjoying what I do and chasing my dreams versus the responsible thing to do for the long term, uh, like long term preservation of myself, I guess? Because what, like, when I think about stuff I want to do, right? I want to dance. I want to create. I want to direct. I want to, you know, just have fun. Live life. Have fun and live life. Obviously, everyone wants to have fun and live life and, like, enjoy themselves. But there is that compromise you have to have in the society that we... Get a load of this society. In the society that we live in, like, you have to do the sensible thing. It's like, you have to uh, look after your future or, you know, you'll fucking, I don't know, be homeless by 35 But, like, where is the line, right? Because obviously, it depends on what you do, like, in terms of how much, uh, like, taxing, how taxing it is on your body. Like, obviously, for example, dance, um, an industry which um, I'm in and, like, all my friends are in, Probably not something you can do till 70, right? But for the uh, 20 years that we can do it at a professional level, at um, a high standard and one that will potentially get us paid a lot, um, uh, like quite literally everything all of us dream of, right? It's what we want to do. It's our true love. Like I said before, dancing is my one true love, right? Where does that balance between, you know, becoming an accountant um, and having a job till I'm 75 but being fucking miserable, man? Like, I I know um, people make fun of it a lot that I'm, like, old. But, like, I'm... Um, or just because I hang around young people, um, which is, you know... Yeah, they keep me young. No, um, also... Um, I didn't say it on the podcast last time because it wasn't your birthday, but happy birthday, Bree, for Saturday. I hope you really enjoyed your night. And I know you did because I was there for some of it. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, where where is the... What is the age where I have to start taking life seriously? Like, uh, to be completely honest, I actually quite enjoy hospitality. I know I haven't shared those exact same sentiments in the past, But it's one of those things where I'm just like, I could probably, you know, I enjoy being in the service industry, I guess. I like the teamwork aspect of being in hospitality. I like, uh, you know, there's, there's something about it where I'm just like, I could probably do this for the rest of my life if I needed to. And I've, like, five years ago, I was just like, no, I need to get out. This is awful. But is, <laughs> what is so bad about career hospitality, I guess, is my question. And I know there's nothing bad about career anything. Someone has to do the job. In, in this world that we live in, there has to be someone doing the job for everything. And I know that is such a vague and blanket statement, but like someone has to mop the floors, you know. Not everyone can be um, the CEO of Amazon, yeah. Um, because yeah, I don't, I don't know. I've, I've actually really been struggling at this. Um, because like I'm 23, I'm turning 24 in f- four months. Turning 24 in four months. And I, I thought I had it figured out, but I definitely do not. Um, and I'm just at the point where I'm just like, I'm kind of not enjoying uni. <laughs> it's, it's been three weeks and I'm like, oh, I already don't enjoy this. Like math is fine. I actually quite enjoy math. Chemistry is okay. Physics and biology just shit me up the wall. I can't do it. I haven't done it. I haven't done biology since, you know, I was at 2013. I haven't done biology in eight years. Like, it's just something I, like, I I wasn't, I didn't grow up doing. Like, throughout high school and senior high school. It's just something I didn't do. So, like, I don't know. And (laughs) the more I do uni, the more I think I'm, A, stifling myself from doing all the creative things I want to do. Like I want to do uh, like dance, right? like the more I do uni, the (laughs) more I feel like the more I do uni, the more creative I get because I'm sitting there at 8am at my desk, listening to some guy blab on about, um, fucking vectors. Um, and what else did we do this week in physics? uh you know vectors velocity and average acceleration basic high school stuff apparently which i wasn't aware of and all i'm thinking about is that song that i listened to before i started and i'm like oh this would be cool what if i did this to that oh i have an idea for a topic for a podcast what if i wanted to do that right now and it's like i've uh, I think I overestimated how, no, overestim- under over, uh, yeah, I definitely overestimated how much I could get done with this four years, like, timeline that I planned, and I told this to my sister, I was like, look, I'm doing this, 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 and this, and I want to do on top of that this, 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 and this, X, Y, Z, fucking, et cetera, and I was like, you let me know when I'm crying at this very table that I um, have overcommitted myself. She was like, okay, I'll tell you that right now because I know. I know you're about to fucking uh, like overcommit. And I'm like, Yeah, I know. And I'm feeling it now and it's been three weeks. You ever just overestimate your character and overestimate how good you are? <laughs> no 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 not like that but like I gen oh, I genuinely thought I could do it. It's been three weeks it's been three weeks and I'm already like I can't do it <laughs> welcome to uh four hours uh, midlife crisis edition no um yeah, look, I'm not saying. No, I'm absolutely saying um, chase your dreams and leave no room. I feel like I've got to get to the point where if I want to be successful in the things I want to do, I need that to be the only thing I can do because I feel like with dance especially, mentally – I have this fallback that I can just do uni. I can just hospitality to a lesser degree because I actually enjoy that. And I like, it's so strange to say out loud because all, I feel like all I do is complain about it. But like, I want to be there every week. Getting Friday, Saturday night, uh, um, have a drink, go to work, have another drink vibe a bit of a doof have another drink go home i get paid to party basically but it's one of those things where i can't remember where i saw it um but it's it's a a very popular motivational point where it's just like leave no i um this guy this guy's tiktok yeah i'm i'm up with the kids TikTok, I'm going to have to find it real quick. Um, but basically the sentiment is... I'm saying sentiment a lot. Um, it's basically leave no room for failure. Let me find it real quick. And I'm going to... Um, wow, this is... Riveting, riveting media. Um, but his TikTok is, I believe it's called Chin for Short. Chin for Short, yeah. Um, yeah, great account to follow. But basically, the sentiment is like he's... I've got to stop saying sentiment. All right, so I found it. This is the TikTok. Basically, he's an aspiring actor, um, and this is... Like, this is one of the things that I saw that I'm like, am I doing the right thing? So, um, yeah, I know (laughs) TikTok is very much a
1: visual medium, but listen to this. Question. I want to be an actor. Do I have a backup plan? No. The best advice anyone has ever given me was given to me by a very close family friend of mine, someone who's made it in the industry as an actor and a director and a choreographer. And that advice was basically, don't make failure an option. He gave me the analogy of someone walking a tightrope. If I'm walking a tightrope with a net beneath me, I can allow myself to lose focus, to get sloppy, because I know that if I fall, the net will catch me and I'll be all right, even if I don't reach my goal. But if the net's gone, I have two options, make it to the other side or die. And I'm gonna be a lot more motivated to make it to the other side In that case and of course i have other skills that i could deploy in case i need money in a pinch but acting and writing and directing are the only careers that i want and if i tell myself hey it's okay if you don't reach your goal you have a backup plan there goes a huge chunk of my incentive is it risky yeah but i'm okay with that the reward far outweighs the risk to me i'm going to make it because failure is not an option
0: yeah so that was the whole thing and it it Like, it's such an extreme point of view to have. And I 100% agree with it. And I feel like that's something I tell people to do, but don't take my own advice. I am phenomenal at giving advice that I don't take. And I feel like a lot of people are like that, especially with, like, relationship advice. They're just like, yeah, just do this, this, and this. And it's like, oh, do you do that? And it's like, no, the exact opposite. But I think that's something I'm going to get fucking tattered on my forehead is failure is not an option because yeah, when, when, if you think about it, having a backup plan is good in theory, right? Me having this uni degree to fall back on is good, but it's like, I'm betting against myself. It's like, okay, I think I can't get to where I want to be. But at least I'll have this normal thing that I can do. Like, I don't want to do the normal thing. I always said as a kid, I want to be a teacher when I'm like 50. That was before I came to the decision that I wanted to die at 55. But it, it, this, it still holds. Like, I don't want to be a school teacher at 28. I want to... I remember saying this... I want to have a successful dance career then go into teaching. Like this isn't something I want now. And I feel like going to uni is just like uh, making me realise that I I don't want literally anything else. Like sure, I love working in a bar because um, I get to hang out with some cool people and uh, drink, because I, you know I do love a drink. I'm already halfway bottle, through this bottle of soju and it's been 25 minutes. But, like, <laughs> this must be the fourth time I've said it. Dance is my one true love. Creating, having ideas and putting them out into the world and, like, I've never been paid for it before. But that's something I absolutely want to make a career out of. Like I've I've started dance teaching this year, and it's so fun. The kids are fucking ratty. They're loud, but they're great. And I love seeing my ideas projected onto other people because it gives me a sense of satisfaction. It makes me think, hey, this idea that I have is not ridiculous because other people are getting on board and other people can do it. So I'm just, I see all, like I see my friends doing amazing things and I'm just like, I want to do that. I don't want to be like the person who just does normal things because it falls into uh, a certain lane that, you know, my family wanted or the world wanted. I don't know. And it's not like I'm trying to blaze any trail. You know, I'm not you're recreating the wheel here. I'm just trying to do something that I'm really passionate about. And like every time I talk about it, like right now, I just want to drop out of uni again for like the third fucking time. And I, I genuinely don't know if I can do that. Like not drop out, but just like defer and just give myself a chance. I don't know if I could do it because I feel like if I give up on uni again, it, like I'll I'll probably get led into some uni at some point down the line. But like how uh, – and I know I shouldn't be worried about what my family thinks. But at the back of my mind, and I love my dad with every inch of my fucking heart, he's, he made me the man I am today for better or for worse but I just hear him being like, what are you doing, man? I remember when I told him I was going to PSA, He's like, what are you doing? What is this going to do for your future? I'm like, I don't... And this comes back to the line about like, what's our future for? Like at the end of the day, we're all buried in the same fucking ground, man. I don't know. I'm just, yeah, I'm very... I'm very torn by Natalie and Brulia. <laughs> Um, cause yeah, like I feel like I've given up a lot to be where I am right now and to like, to, to completely 180 again, I feel like would just be not, it's not spitting in the face, but just like would kind of just undo the stuff that I've done. <laughs> to To get to where I am today, um, yeah, for better and worse. I don't know. This has been the fucking crisis hour. Jesus Christ! I'm literally. I, I know you can't see this, um, but I'm quite literally just laying on my couch. I feel like I'm in therapy. Should I go to therapy? No, therapy is expensive. Podcast is free. <laughs> um. But, Jenny, I I don't know why I think this is a good medium to do this because I should have friends who I can talk to this about, and I know I have friends who I can talk to this about, but I don't feel like this is something that, like, this is a mood killer, you know? This is like, wait, where did, hold on, please hold. Oh, my internet just died. Oh shit! All right, my internet just died. Please hold. Uh, yeah. All right, we're back. Wow, I can't believe my internet just died. (laughs) Um, no, cancel, please. Um. Oh my god, what just happened? All right, the internet quite literally just died. So I'm <laughs> that is wild. Um but yeah. <laughs> it just stopped the recording. Um Oh, I record on Zoom as well just cuz I sometimes clip it for, you know, various Instagram or promotional shit if I can be bothered. Um, Which I don't know why I do I really need to like Try and expand the podcast And that's the thing (laughs) I'm going to rant again Fuck This has already been half an hour And I've just ranted about Personal problems Because I have so much on my list Okay This is the last thing I'm going to rant about But Like this is What I'm saying is like When I said four years I was like Four years of uni Cool I very much underestimated how much uni would take, how much of my brain power it takes, how many days a week. I do five days a week, man. And like I want to do um, like dance teaching. I want to go to dance classes. I want to create. I want to choreograph. I like this concept video idea. I've been working on it, but not nearly as much as I would like. I haven't even talked to the people I want in it. Uh, so I, I'm literally just torn between deferring uni because I think the census date is soon. And I'm just like, I, I need to get like three other people's opinions. It, just any any person that's going to listen to me. But like, I'm, I'm genuinely the point where I'm just like, I'm going to fucking give up on uni. And 10 years down the line, I'll do uni. Because right now, I'm not motivated. I'm so motivated to do literally everything else I want to do. Um, and try and make a living... Because I feel like I'm not giving myself a chance by doing this. I feel like by... And I've said it before. Like, with the whole backup plan thing. I feel like I'm genuinely not giving myself a chance. Um which is kind of heartbreaking for me because i'm always i've always been like oh, chase your dreams you know do what you want do what makes you happy and then i'm actively doing something right now that is making me stressed upset and realize that i've probably made the wrong choice and it's upsetting because i know by doing what i want to do i not disappointing but like My family will just be like, what the fuck are you doing, man? And I need to get out of that mindset because I know I need to do things for me. There have been some decisions I've made in the past month where I've been like, no, I need to do me and I need to put myself first and I have things I want to do and it's very selfish but it's one of those things where I'm just like, no, I'm good now. I need to do... I need to take agency over my life but I'm I'm still at the very back of my brain which is right right at this second very much at the front of my brain that I <laughs> I I still think about other other people's opinions when I make decisions for myself um, I'm going to try and, yeah, we're back on. Here we are. The internet's back. The internet's back. Um, yeah, I, I think about other people's opinions when I make my own decisions, which is something I shouldn't do, but, like, it just, it just is. My dad is fucking across the other side of the world, two time zones away, probably about 4,000 kilometres, and in the back of my head, he's still saying, what are you doing? Just finish your degree and get a job. But like, to what end? Like, dead set to what end? I don't know. Like, I get that teaching... Teaching is absolutely something I love doing, but I I don't know. I, I think... As much as I say I want to die at 55 for some reason, um, like I have so many years to live. Why are we in a rush? What are we in a rush for? For what? Getting married at such a young age, having kids at such a young age, like for what? It's not going to be gone when like 10 years from now. Like kids, different, sure. Like, you know, um, and I'm not one to speak on, um, (laughs) you know, the uh, pregnancy fucking cycle or whatever, but like I feel like 40 is probably the cap to have kids for women, which is fine. That's besides the point, but I'm just like, and I love Lauren, right? Literally my best friend in the entire world. Um, I get to see her next week. No, the week after. But I'm just like 22. If you found the one, you found the one. That's amazing. But like uh, we, we've we uh, developed as a society so much. It's like, why do we have to, why are there timelines? Like to, <laughs> and I feel like we're progressing in many facets um, of our world, but it's just like, we still hang on to the past and it's like, to what end, you know? People will talk to fucking 35 year olds. Like, why aren't you married? It's like, why should I be married? If I haven't found the one I found, people, I feel like there was a point where our way of living got standardized, right? Cause we didn't, everything used to happen Naturally. Like, quite literally at a primal level, we used to just, like, do shit. We used to have kids for the sake of reproducing. We used to hunt for the means of eating. We used to, you know, uh, uh, rummage around for foliage because, you know, I'm hungry. And we used to build out of necessity. We used to do things out of necessity now that society has developed so much. And we have amazing things like technology, and you know we can just do things for fun without well having to worry about the physiological needs. And obviously, there are places in the world that um, are incredibly underdeveloped, and um, even here at home in Australia, like we obviously still have rampant um, homelessness and. Poverty issues, but um, as a whole, we're at the point where we can have luxury. It's just like, what we don't need to, I guess, no, conform is the wrong word, but it's kind of like. Like, why why are people looked down on for having kids at such a young age or such an old age? Getting married at, you know, 22 versus 35 or 45. Like, who cares? I feel like, yeah, we have such a standardised way of living that it's just like, unless you do things within this band, oh, that's a bit weird. Um. I don't know. I'm just ranting at this point. I'm just, I'm genuinely having a crisis. Like I think in the next week, like there's going to be some decisions I'm going to have to make. Cause like I, I feel so strongly about me wanting to pursue a creative career that I think being at university, um, takes away a, that incentive, um, and be like, it obviously, like, churns my brain. I'm like, okay, cool. Being at uni makes me want to do that other thing more. But it's like, if I want to do that other thing more, I have to drop out of uni again. And, I like, I... Uh, anyway. I'm past that point. Thank you for listening to 40 minutes of me rant about me. Um, <laughs> all right. Huge segue. Um, (laughs) This is such a ridiculous segue. um, And the topic has no relation to me crying about my um, own personal woes. But please hold for some uh, soju drinking. And the fact that I sound like I have emphysema. Um, R&B music, right? So I've just had the Grammys. I didn't watch it. Fuck the Grammys. Um, My king, Abel, (laughs) The Weeknd, has forbidden his label from submitting his music for Grammys consideration, which I think is such a baller fucking move. I was about to say for all hours. After Hours is uh, top three albums of 2020 for sure. For me personally, top three albums, um, probably top two with the other being not my favorite album of 2020 hands down. Actually, let me look. I did discuss it on like the fucking 10th episode or whatever um but albums actually okay top 3 albums of 2020 for me uh after hours take time by on and um no love lost by blast so good all R&B all just vibes, right? Anyway, after hours my favorite album in 2020 probably. And he's just like, "Nah. Got no Grammy, Grammy nods. Fuck you." He knows. Blinding Lights is one of the most commercially successful songs of the past 10 years, right? It has like 2 billion streams on Spotify or something. And that's just Spotify. Didn't get a nod for anything. Yummy, Justin Bieber. They're nods. Fuck yeah. We love that yummy, 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 yummy. He had five songwriters on that song. And that's what he came up with. I didn't mind what was it Changes, the album. But Good Grief. Um, anyway, what was I talking about? R&B music. All right. R&B music. So I've been absolutely obsessed with this song called Bang Your Line by El Hay and Ty Dolla Sign, right? You know I'll bang your line. Yeah. Anyway, it's a, not a trend, but it's a uh, uh, trope. There we go. It's a trope in R&B music and potentially rap music too, where guys will sing about how good they are in bed. Um, which I think is so funny. You reckon they're actually okay? Pause. I am uh, out of curiosity. Do you think they're actually that good in bad? Well, like just off the top of my head, uh, this is Ty Dollar Sign's verse. Came through with your girl. She a third wheel. Came through with your girl. She a third wheel. Um. Fuck! Why do I not know the lyrics? I'm actually, I actually might play it. Will it get fucking? No, no one listens to this, so it's not going to get um taken down. Uh, bang your line. Uh, where we are? Here we go.
2: Oh uh. Came through with your girl, she a third whip She was trying to go eat it, I thanks it. You was getting loud, you know the walls thing You told me go deeper, put it all in Knowing damn well, you can't take, take it Got you making ugly ass face You said my dick is amazing, yeah.
0: First of all, there's so there's so many things to unpack. Um, you said go deeper, put it all in, knowing damn well he can take it. Ty Dolla Sign's dick must be fucking twelve inches long. I'm not speculating or anything, but that's one of those things where you are just like that man knows a hung like a horse. <laughs> And he was just like, you said my dick is, you said my dick is amazing. That dude must be banging in bed. That dude hits, that dude hits different. They get it, because he was on Hit Different by Scissor. Um, <laughs> and another line from the song, I think El Hay sings it. Um, I'll let you ride as long as you want to. You to try anything I want to. It's like are these guys so good in bed that they're just like, oh yeah, you can ride this dick as long as you want to. Like it's like it's their fucking prerogative. Like you're doing them a favor by letting them fuck you. <laughs> and it's like, are they that good where they'll just be like, yeah, I'll do literally anything you want to? Like my dick game is, (laughs) is this TMI? Nah, no one listens to this. It's fine. Like a C plus, B minus at best. The best compliment I've got is that was actually really good. I'm like, oh, you, oh, babe, you sound surprised. (laughs) I hope none of my family is listening, but it's one of those things where it's just like. Will will my dick game get so good that girls are like, oh, where I can be like, oh, I'll let you ride this dick. You're going to do anything that I want to do, and you said this dick is amazing. Like, no one has told me this dick be amazing, because I'm fucking normal. These dudes have otherworldly dick game my guy <laughs> Oh good god I just think it's so funny when um guys like croon and like you know seeing about how good they lay pipe Like it's it's very funny to me <laughs> Cuz yeah like as an average person um This shit, above average. But not... (laughs) You know, we're talking C plus B minus. That's above average. It's not awful. No one said this was the worst sex of my life. So I'll take that as a positive. (laughs) But yeah, I don't know. R&B music's fucking hilarious. Um, But my favourite... Um... What else we got in here? I'm gonna wrap it up soon because I'm just fucking emo. I'm emo right now, so <laughs> you're gonna to have to forgive me. Um, oh my god! All right, I'm gonna talk about mechanics for a fucking second. Sorry to jump all over the shop. So I talked about how I had to get my roadworthy at some point. This was in like what was it December? I had to get my roadworthy to get my car registered. Also, I finally named my car. Her name is Indari. Um, it's Indonesian for full moon. So I now have Indari and Nadira, who is my coffee machine. Um, so I got, um, I replaced my radiator apparently. Um, they had to get a new radiator. They had to change the fucking hoses and whatever. Because my car engine was running hot. I was like, yeah, cool. Fix that shit up. I'll pay for it. Obviously, they'll make you pay for anything. So that was $600, and that was six weeks ago. And then my car started running hot again. And Dari was like, I'm a hot bitch. And I said, babes, hot girl summer, but also uh, don't blow a fucking gasket, yeah? Um, so yeah, she was running hot again, and I went into the same place. Um, The Holden just up the road from me. I won't name and shame, but you know what? Fuck you. Dead set. I'm not saying I'm a fucking mechanic, right? But I went in last Thursday. No, the Thursday before. So we're talking about 10 days ago. And I went in. I missed like (laughs) two lectures because I was sitting in The uh, waiting room. And they were like, yeah, we'll just check it out. It will take half an hour. Took two and a half hours, but that's fine. And then they were just like, oh, we have to replace some hoses and some clamps. I'm like, you did this six weeks ago with my radiator. And they're like, no, it's actually the coolant, the, you know, coolant holder. I'm like, hold on. You're trying to tell me that my car was running hot and you checked the radiator and said it was bad, right? Fine. That's so fine. But you didn't check the coolant fucking container? And I tried to give this, uh, I gave this analogy a shot, and I cracked the shits at her because I was like, I have i literally came in for this problem six weeks ago. Why am I having this problem right now? And it's like, if I have a sore back, which I always have a sore back because I have arthritis and scoliosis, which is just a brag. I'm just bragging at this point. But if I have a sore back and you gave me an x-ray and said, no, you gave me an MRI and you were just like, yeah, you have tight muscles and like a bit of a tear in your back. I was like, okay, cool. And he was like, we can fix this. We can fix it right now. like, okay, cool. And then I come back six weeks later and I'm like, hey, I still have a sore back. And then you gave me an x-ray and you found three fractures in my lower back. You're just like, oh yeah, that's why you have a sore back. I'm like, hold on. I came in with a sore back and you told me I have muscle problems, but you didn't check my bones. Huh? Wouldn't you just check all the reasons why this problem could have happened? Like, why am I paying so much money for you to quote-unquote fix something and then for me to come back and say, oh, no, it was actually this that was the problem. I'm like, Wah. in what world? I'm not saying being a mechanic is an easy job because I have no fucking idea. That's why I pay professionals to do the job. But I was just like, if if someone comes... like. <laughs> to relate it to my world. If someone comes up to me at the bar and orders a vodka soda and I give them a Jamison shot and they're like, this isn't a vodka soda. And then they take the shot and I'm like, okay, pay for it. Oh, you want a vodka soda? Pay for that as well. Like it's not their problem that I'm a dickhead, right? Am I being a dickhead? Am I wrong on this? I'm just, I don't know. Mechanics fucking suck, dude. I need to find a local mechanic. I just need to find a bloke that'll just like, you know, who lives out of his fucking home. Also, if you're a mechanic, let me know. Because I need a mechanic. And I need mates rates Because, you know, Jesus. What else do I have on here? Um... Oh fucking! <laughs> All right, this is the last thing I'm going to talk about because I can feel myself getting quite drunk, and it's Monday night. Um, oh, it's actually Tuesday morning now. Uh, she's at. Uh, what are we at? Twelve forty. After hours. After hours. Um, I was talking to Brody over the weekend. Um, before they went out for Brie's birthday, and we were talking about real estate agents. Real, hey, dear real estate agents, if you're listening to this, and I know um, I have some friends who want to be real estate agents, and I'm sure this certain person that I'm thinking about would be a great real estate agent. Your job isn't that hard. Right. There are jobs in this world and this society that we live in And that is becoming a trope of this podcast. Me saying, this society that we live in, there are jobs that are actually hard. Being a real estate agent, sorry, is not one of them. And here's why. I've never been a real estate agent in my life. And I probably never will be. But how fucking hard is it to (laughs) reply to an email? (laughs) So, the situation is, uh, uh, Brody, what does she do? Where do we start? Do we start with a refund or the bond? So, she got $1,000. We'll we'll start with a refund. She got $1,000 taken out of her account for some reason. Um, I think it was for like, basically, she was moving house and her um, real estate agent basically took the rent out for some reason, like a month's worth of rent or some shit. Took it out and then she was like, "Oi, can't," because <laughs> she's from Better Go, she's a cunt. She says "can't" a lot. Love you, Brody. Um, but yeah, <laughs> basically, it's like, "Oi, um, I need a refund because I don't actually live here anymore." Can I get my money back? And they're like, "Yes, okay." And then it took six weeks. Like, it's not hard. I get that banks, you know, are difficult. And you're chasing money, but what else do you have to do? Like, dead set, in any other line of work, you quite literally have one thing to do. Like, as a teacher, all you have to do is convey information to kids. And you have to manage... Kids, like, you quite literally have one job. Um, and then there was the whole bond thing. And she was like, hey, can I get all of my uh, bond sent to my account and then I will send it out to my housemates? And they were like, no. <laughs> so she was like, okay, just send it out separately then. And they were like, okay. And then two weeks later, nothing happened. And all three of them sent a very sternly worded email. And then they sent all the money to Brody. I was like, huh? All done. One day she'll be on this podcast and she can explain it. But it's one of those things where it's just like, basically the money got sent overnight. If you could do that (coughs) at the touch of a button, What is stopping you from doing it two weeks earlier? How much have you got going on in your life? You have fucking eight hours a day, five days a week, seven if you're fucking motivated to do your fucking job, dude. Again, relating it to uh, hospitality and my bar experience. If you ask for a vodka soda to my face, and then I go leave for a smoke break, have something to eat, chat with my friends, come back 15 minutes later, and then be like, hey, here's your focus You'd be like, no. Hold on. You're a dickhead. <laughs> Where have you been? What have you possibly had to do in the past 15 minutes? I'd be like, oh, yeah, you're right. It's not that fucking hard. And there's probably extenuating circumstances Where it's just like Oh Um, I just don't understand And I'm a twit But that's just how I feel Ah Good god I'm drunk (laughs) What's the time? It is uh, 20 to 1 I'm drunk on a Monday I've had so much of a crisis Um (laughs) I just I just need I need some strong guidance. Okay, bring it back to me because I'm very selfish and honestly <laughs> you couldn't tell I was selfish from this um the podcast art, which is just me and my cat um Rest in peace Ellie. I miss you lots. Um but I just need I I feel like I have locked uh locked I feel like I have lacked strong guidance for a very long time. I feel like I'm trying to guide myself and I flip-flop like a fish. Like a fish. Like one minute, I'm like, nope, I've got it sorted. Next minute, and by next minute, I mean now I'm having a full crisis on a podcast, on a, a public medium. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, part of me is worried um, that I won't make it. Part of me is worried that I'm not giving myself the chance to make it. Part of me is worried about what my family will think. And part of me is worried that if I don't do what I want to do, I will hate myself When I get to 54 and die in a year. So, um, please hold while I finish this bottle of soju. I'm drunk. Good God. Um, Yeah, but that's just how I feel. And that's, that's half the reason why I started this podcast, you know? Like, it's all well and good. I feel like there's a podcast for everything, you know? There's not a market I can corner with the uh, intellect skills or ability that I have. I I think this is um, for me to just... Because I'm on the scale from introvert to extrovert, I feel like I am an extroverted introvert, right? So if the middle is, you know, just regular, I guess, you got extrovert on the right, introvert in the left, I feel like I'm halfway between an introvert and the middle or a bit more to the right, I guess, if you're thinking about it visually because, like, I'm very... I I keep to myself. I like uh, doing things by myself. Like I love being by myself. Um, I'm very good at keeping my own company. But if I want to be, I can go out and about. Like my, the person who I am now and the person who I am at the bar are very different people. I switch that shit up. I'm a different person behind the bar. I'm way too confident for who I am. <laughs> um, but yeah, like this is not something that I feel like I can. There's no trailblazing that I'm doing. I'm just trying to be who I am, and hopefully, I can make something of it. Because like I was, I was thinking during the week was like I want to start doing like, like YouTube video. Yeah, sure, YouTube videos, whatever. Because I was, I was watching uh, Lockie's videos. Uh, good friend, lovely friend, beautiful boy. Um, Lock, uh, Lock Lockie Geary, follow him on YouTube and Instagram. <laughs> um, but that kind of shit where he's just like he's just, yeah, goofing around, being himself. Um, he's starting his own project with one of his own, uh, one of his friends. Like, uh, and I feel like we're kind of in the same boat where he's uh, unsure at what he wants to do. He was doing like, we met at PSA and then, um, he started his barbering course and then dropped out. And then he's just, he's just living, which I think is sick. Like, I think that's so great. Um, And I think I need to start being more unapologetically myself. Because the more I am myself, I feel like the more I can achieve and the more I'll feel better about myself and the less I will, uh, I guess, care about what anyone else thinks. Because it's, it's so easy to say. And this is like, everyone's just like, oh don't care what other people think. I say it myself. I'm like, you've got to stop caring what other people think. But I actively think about what other people think. Um, especially people who are very close to me. Um, I'm very scared of disappointing people who I love and seek approval from. Which is just the way... It's the lay of the land, man. Like, it's just how it is. Um... Yeah, I don't know. Um, so hopefully, I, I think I'm going to sort myself for the next week. Um, I think I'm going to... Wow, did <laughs> Did you guys just come listen to me sort through all of my problems? Have I just decided that I'm going to, you know, pursue my dreams now? I think I might. <laughs> I'm uh, quite intoxicated and it is 12.45 on and I'm Tuesday um, in the morning. After hours. Very much after hours. Um, but I think I've come to the decision that it is very important to chase your dreams and I think I might just do that. Um, with that being said, thank you so much for listening to um, me cry, complain, and rant about um, all my personal problems. Um, This has actually been very therapeutic for me. I hope you all have had a great week and will have a great week. We're going to go out listening to Leave the Door Open by Silk Sonic, a duo made in heaven, Anderson Pack, Bruno Mars. Leave the Door Open. Thank you for listening to Four Hours and I will see you next week.
2: You like. If you smoke, what you smoke? I got the haze. Purple haze And if you're hungry, girl, I got the lace Oh baby, don't keep me waiting There's so much love we could be making I'm talking kissing, cuddling Rose petals in the bathtub, girl, it's just